Friday, March 31st. Let's play Hurdle. Today's song is Hey Ya by Outcast. Oh man, there's a lot on this one. 2003. Speaker box and the love below. Okay. Man, where do we start with this one? This song is huge. Um, it's in the Billions Club, which is pretty impressive because it came out 20 years ago. It won a bunch of Grammys. I think it won three. These guys have been nominated for like 15 or 20, though. I think they've won six or seven overall. It's the only song of theirs in the Billions Club, I think. Let's pull it up on Spotify. Make sure I'm not making stuff up. Okay, yeah. Okay, so what's really cool about this song, one it was, so Outkast had, what was it called? Uh, Stankonia? Is that the other album? Yeah, the Stankonia album in 2000 that was so big that had Miss Jackson and So Fresh, So Clean on it. So the album after that was this one, 2003, and it was called Speaker Box and uh, The Love Below. And Speaker Box, it was a two-disc CD, if you can remember in those days. One was all songs by Big Boy, and all the other, Love Below, were all songs by Andre 3000. So it's like they each kind of had their own album released together. Weird. I, I've never seen something like that before, and I don't think I've ever seen something like that since. So this song, Hey Y'all, was originally written during the Stankonia period, and they actually finished it and fleshed it out and recorded it, and it was released as the first single on Speakerbox slash The Love Below. Um, so Andre 3000 wrote this and produced it, played all the instruments on it except for bass. And I don't remember who he brought in to play bass. It was somebody from like a 70s funk band. That's all I remember. I don't remember which one it was. He did all the voices for it and stacked up a bunch of stuff, even used a vocoder to disguise his voice. And then the one other part in this song where he's like, hey, ladies, and the ladies respond, that was just one woman that worked in the studio where they were recording. And she just said it once, and then he just layered it and layered it over and over and you know, pitch shift it up, pitch shift it down, and layer it to make it sound like a bunch of people. But it's all just Andre or just the woman that was working in the studio. So this song came out and it was huge, blew up everywhere, was number one for a really long time, and then they released the single from the big boy side of Outkast called, um, what was that one called? I like the way you move. That song actually knocked out Hey Ya from number one with another Outkast song. I mean, Outkast was kind of, not even kind of, just dominating everything at that time. So what was cool was in the, you have to think about iTunes and that major change happening at this time. So like 2001, I think, is when iTunes started. But it didn't really hit and it didn't really explode until like 2003 when iTunes was made Windows compatible. At the end of the day, especially 20 years ago, the market share was Windows. Everyone had a Windows computer over uh, a Mac. So when iTunes became Windows compatible, then things went nuts. And then you could buy songs for 99 cents and just pick and choose which songs you wanted. And this song was the first to hit the million mark at that time. And so I think they qualified it as platinum, but it was just still weird. 
because it was technically a million sales, but it was just like the first platinum in the buying singles for 99 cents on, on iTunes, just really a pioneer in that regard. Um, and it was everywhere in those days. It was the iPod was, you know, exploding and yeah, things were changing. And this song was a big part of it. What else about Hey Ya? I really like the, um, I've heard some podcasts where Andre 3000 is talking about how he wrote this song. And I'm just a sucker for songs that are super sad that sound really happy. And this has got to be one of the top ones ever. He even described it as the saddest song he's ever written to the happiest beat. So it's just a song about being in a bad relationship. I mean, the line, I remember it's, why are we in such denial when we know we're not happy here? You know, like if you listen or read the words to this, just go Google the lyrics and just start reading it. And it is super depressing, but it couldn't be a more upbeat, dancey, awesome pop song. This also had the old Shake It Like a Polaroid picture, which had a lot of, well, made a lot of impact. One, you're never supposed to shake a Polaroid. As a fan of Polaroid cameras, and I own quite a few, when you take a Polaroid you're supposed to just set it up, turn it upside down, face down on like a table or something to let those chemicals do their things. So one, uh, Polaroid had gone bankrupt around 2000 and this song brought them back. Like it had a surge in popularity because of this song. People were buying Polaroid cameras again. They were selling them in shops. Like Urban Outfitters started selling Polaroid cameras and um, it, they kind of had a resurgence. They went bankrupt again like in 2008 or 2009, and things got a little nuts again for Polaroid. Now they're back, but they're owned by somebody else. It's a mess. Um, so that's the Polaroid thing. I always thought that was funny, that it helped an entire company come back from a song lyric. But the weird thing is the lack of outcast um, music over the last five, 10 years, and they were on the Rick Rubin Broken Record podcast. They had Andre 3000 talking to him. It was just really interesting to hear him talk. He said that the celebrity that they gained from this time really messed him up. It's like, how do you know as a creative, if you're making good music, do you base that on what other people think of your music? So if it's not going number one and winning three Grammys, now that's where their bar was. So anything less than that, does that mean it's a failure? And so that really messed him up. And he said he just kept recording music and writing music and then just deleting it all and not putting it out. And then he also has issues with social anxiety and um, really just a lot of anxiety disorders that kind of become even more unhealthy and problematic when you are isolated and alone. And But being famous and dealing with all that kind of makes it hard to... I don't know, be out there amongst people and live a normal life. So he struggles with that a lot. And he talked about that a lot with Rick Rubin. And then he's been like famously spotted in Philadelphia playing, what's he playing? Bass clarinet. And just like experimenting with some new instruments and stuff like that. So I hope Andre 3000, who's obviously super creative. I mean, he even, remember the weird green pants that were like chest high in the video? He even designed those. Like that was his design. Like the guy's designing clothing, writing the songs. He played every instrument on Hey Ya. I mean, Andre 3000 is kind of 
an off the chart creative genius. So I just hope that he just starts making music and releasing it in whatever form or fashion he wants to, just because I'm in. I'd love to hear it. I'm trying to think, that's it. That was a really good podcast. You should listen to that episode of Broken Record with Rick Rubin. It's really good. Okay, I think that's all I know. I'm sure I'll think of something else as soon as we stop here. So uh, we'll see you tomorrow. You can play Hurdle every day at Spotify.com slash Hurdle. And you can watch us playing live every day on Instagram at Let's Play Hurdle.